Hi, and welcome to Fishing Without Bait, a lifetime without definitive expectations. We're going to have a special uh, podcast today, an episode, which will interrupt our regularly scheduled podcast of the recovery story of Will Sly. So I'm sure unless you've been uh, just hatched or transferred in from outer space, I think you understand that there's a wave of concern across the United States and the world concerning the coronavirus. Uh, As a mental health professional, I deal with people who are consumed with fear and apprehension. Now remember, apprehension is anxiety about something that may or may not occur. So what I would suggest to everyone out there, number one, to stop, step back, and look at. Imagine that this was a movie that you were watching, and how would you describe the scene? How would you describe the characters and the actors? And what type of advice would you have to give them? So, as our friend George Adair said, and we quote often, everything that you want is on the other side of fear. And what we often say, Mike, is that a mind of uncertainty is a mind of anxiety, worry, and fear. A mind of uncertainty. Could you uh, talk about that? I think that's a lot of what's happening right now, right? Is uh, people, uh, people have been interrupted. People maybe don't know the full breadth of what's going on right now um, or don't see what the big deal is, but see everything happening around them. And it's starting to affect them, and maybe it's catching people off guard. Well, it's quite often we ask people, well, what do you know for sure? Mm-hmm. What do you know for sure? We always want to check the facts. I'll refer to there's uh, some media presences and perhaps some politicians who believe that the opiate crisis is subsiding simply because of the reduction in the number of overdose deaths. However, when you look a little deeper into that, Mike, it's because of the use of Narcan, the Loxone, mm-hmm. to save people's lives. Okay, The opiate crisis is still well and alive and strong. It's maybe not a proper metric. That's correct. You always want to look at what's driving the statistics, what's driving the numbers. Mm-hmm. Everyone out there who has some concern... We always want to be proactive. We want to have a mind. We don't want to be reckless or foolhardy. Reckless or foolhardy. However, we do not want to have a mind of fear. We'd like to have a mind of awareness. And to you, Mike, what's a mind of awareness? Uh, Kind of taking in all the information, looking around, um, just observing what's going on before making a determination. Observe, describe, participate. If we're able to step back and look at situations without prejudice or preconception and just describe the incident that's right in front of us. In Stoicism, it's called studied indifference. Mm. Studied indifference. And some people view serenity and calmness for complete indifference, that I don't care. And that is not the truth. So perhaps this might be the first time some of the folks out there saw this new tattoo a lot on live or live feed, and it's do no harm, Mike. So our job is to do no intentional harm to anyone or anything. 
And if we're doing no intentional harm to anyone or anything, we could walk up and down Broadway Avenue here with a Bozo the Clown wig on and a big red nose. And we're not harming anyone. Mm -hmm. However, what type of response do you think we'd get? What type of comments? What type would people saying to each other? A lot of reactions, a lot of uh, uh, maybe concern, (laughs) maybe, or laughter. Or laughter, or maybe I think there'd be a lot of disparaging comments also. Okay. So remember, ask yourself, and when we talk about positive self-talk, we talk about changing the vocabulary in the way you speak to yourself. Am I doing any harm? When you're talking to someone about hysteria or concerns or the panic that seems to be going on now, before you give your information, number one, is it true? Mm-hmm. Number one, is it true? Number two, is it kind? Number three, is it necessary? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And kind of going back to your, is it true? You know, the thing I think a lot of the things that make people um, grow in fear and anxiety over this is a lot of the uh, thoughts going around about the situation. And social media is a part of this. Things get shared. And when I see things that aren't from a reputable source, like uh, today I just had a conversation. Oh, I hear the governor is going to make going to close all the bars and restaurants in, in the state of Ohio. I was like, OK, thinking about we're going to worry about him thinking about doing this and not him doing this. Like these are the stories going about, you know, the, we're, we're worried about what's what might happen. There's there's. And that's just one more thing. It's one more uh, feather on the back, right, on top of everything else that you are genuinely worried about. Because my work says I can't go in for two weeks. I don't know how to do this. You know, I can't get toilet paper for some ungodly reason. You know, and 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 then we're we're we're, we're getting these these signals of this might happen, and oh no, all these are going to be closed. This is a day to day thing. Something is going to happen tomorrow. Something new is going to happen tomorrow in this situation. And there's a preparedness, and then there's overly worrying, right? As we discuss, it's action and effort in the present that make a future possible. Yes. And again, we talk about fishing without bait. When we talk about this life without expectations, we're talking about definitive expectations Mm -hmm. that either saying, this thing's going to be horrible. The human race is going to be wiped out. Or all this is hysteria and it's a grand conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've heard both. Yep. Yep. And everything in between. Absolutely. So what do we, how do we pick through that? How do we, how do we decipher? How do we de- decide what should we be wearing? Should, you know, how do we, how do you cope with that? How do we cope with that? First of all. We want to be able to ground ourselves through whatever way that may be. Mm-hmm. At times, we ask people to perhaps make a self-soothing basket, maybe a scent, a lotion, maybe a stuffed animal, a picture, a doll, whatever. That's something that can bring you back to the moment. Quite often, what we also do is ask people to have something concrete in their pocket or on their wrist. Many people wear I call them breathing beads or Mm -hmm. worry beads or whatever type of thing. But if you grab something solid, something tangible, you can 
you can feel it and it brings you back to that moment. You can't touch words. You can't touch thoughts. Albert Alfred said that life is based on events, not words. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what we often talk about is action and effort. So what I suggest to people is if they're becoming overwhelmed with anxiety and no one can tell you that you're shouldn't feel that way, that you're a baby, that you're crazy, that that's terrible thinking. I hope people keep that to themselves. People like that need validated. Mm -hmm. When someone is upset in your home and they're perhaps talking uh, about some other things, suggest to them, oh, you're very upset. Mm -hmm. I see that you're very anxious. Mm -hmm. Validating someone allows them to talk about their feelings. And remember, validation doesn't mean approval. You're just asking them to get it out of their body. You're asking them to talk about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So for people who are exhibiting what we would call distressing panic attacks, every mammal has a dive reflex, Mike, which means that when a mammal, and we're mammals, we're warm-blooded, we go underneath the water, then our, our nervous system takes over and it automatically Lowers your heartbeat, lowers your respiration, lowers your digestive system, so your body automatically slows down. I'm not sure Zen masters could stop this. Mm -hmm. So I'm not asking people to carry around a bucket of water to stick their head in. (laughs) However, sometimes for people who are prone to these type of incidences to perhaps these freezer bars that you maybe put in a lunchbox in school – Just briefly touch them to your face. It's the same thing. (laughs) Or breathing into a paper, breathing into a paper bag. Uh, Physical activity is wonderful to be able to relieve stress and relieve anxiety. Remember, we have all this pent up energy. And number, perhaps the most important thing, if you're covered with gasoline, as we often say in the recovery world, Avoid open flame. Mm -hmm. So I would suggest get enough news that you know and avoid the rest. Yeah, get get, get enough get enough news. Have your sources, but I I know I find myself just looking at the news, looking at CNN.com, looking at the Facebook feed to see okay, what's next? Like okay, what's the next thing? Right. There was <laughs> some people feel like I know I saw the the uh, how I wake up every day and it's a picture of uh, Captain Picard from uh, Star Trek uh, just saying damage report. <laughs> 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 and uh, and that is the feeling, you know, and it is kind of, uh, you know, get that assess and then, OK, what do I need to do for me today? And what do I know for sure? Yes. And as always, what we always ask to people to do to be proactive and this is a great time again to discuss with people the three things that makes a flower bloom Mm -hmm. which are water uh light and and food and and the ground and the soil soil, right so in holistic wellness which is not some type of arcane type of incantations what it is it's the water and we consider that taking care of your physical body Mm -hmm. so this particular virus attacks and is more harmful to people with lower immune systems yes okay so it's incumbent upon everybody to take care of your physical body not 
today every day mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. and also we make no apologies for talking about having some type of a spiritual connection with something mm-hmm. whatever that connection is in your life i would suggest that you explore it more deeply or your faith community talking to people of faith and the other thing is the soil that's the people places things circumstances, events that you place around yourself that help you grow. If you were really feeling anxious about the coronavirus or the possibility of how contagious it is, are you catching it? Would you want to be with a group of people who are also elevated in there? And and stress will take that down too. Like if you're stressed, that's going to affect your System. Stress definitely affects your immune system when your cortisol is emitted by your adrenal glands, which is on top of your kidneys. Mm-hmm. And it's the it's the fight or flight type of thing that goes through your body, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it elevates your heartbeat, your respiration. It prepares you to run or fight. Mm-hmm. However, when we're in a continuous loop of anxiety, there is no way for the cortisol to leave your body. Usually it's excreted after that after the incident's over and you de-escalate. Uh, however, when it keeps going through, it, it definitely attacks the immune system. It adds core body fat. It's mm-hmm. it's a thing. So, you know, we're asking people to do that. However, let's say one of you, let's say a loved one of yours is sitting down and they're having, they're actually having a panic attack. Mm-hmm. Okay, a panic attack. What do you do? Calm them. Calm them as much as you can. Well, we want to calm them by, number one, assuring them that they're safe, Mm -hmm. that they're in a safe place and that you're with them and you're not going to leave them, Mm -hmm. okay? They want to look at their surroundings. Is there an exit? Do they have food? Do they have water? Mm -hmm. Okay? And then perhaps there's few things more comforting than human touch, Mike, especially by somebody that you care about, somebody that holds your hand or somebody that hugs you. This is not the time to give people advice or point out the fallacy of their thinking, mm-hmm. okay? This is a time to reassure them. Where are you at? I'm right here. It's right now. We're together in this moment. And quite often, Mike, what do we talk about? Adding immediacy to how we think and feel. I'm very upset right now, Mm -hmm. at present, in this moment. So if you have a loved one that says, I'm I'm losing my mind, and rather than say to them, oh, no, you're not, say to them, right now, yes, in this moment, at this time, if we add immediacy to how we think and feel, they're like puffs of smoke. It'll blow away in the wind. However, Mm -hmm. it's our thoughts, and if we attach it to them, it's just like nitrous oxide in, in nitrous in a in a funny car makes it go so much faster. Absolutely. So in your media presence world, tell us, uh, tell us how, what you've been seeing, what you've been experiencing. Well, for me, uh, I, you know, for us, we're, we're kind of concerned, concerned with what is going to happen business wise. You know, I mean, you work for yourself, I work for myself and, and I, I see a lot of, uh, uh, friends and colleagues kind of coping with this, uh, uh, disappearance of, all of their work for the next month because they, they deal in live events and, and traveling 
and things like that and performers the pro wrestlers especially like everything's been canceled for them for the next month practically right um so there's that kind of coping and there is that kind of um you know for us we're trying to be proactive and figure out um we haven't lost we haven't lost a lot of significant work ourselves but there is we're seeing this around us so we're trying to find ways to help them out how can we help those people affected that that can't work in x y and z ways for the next month what are the alternatives we can do with thankfully technology could you imagine if this happened in 1995 when we didn't have this and all the students couldn't go home and work and and still email and 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 connect from home and everything right uh you know this would be a whole different kind of situation i think if that was the case so uh and and for us we're kind of taking the day by day it's uh well i have i have less uh appointments <laughs> and events to go film but i have plenty to do in the meantime i have plenty of client work in the meantime uh and and will for for i think the next several weeks until you know, willing, this thing blows over, and then we'll assess and see where we're at there. You and I were discussing earlier, one of our metaphors that we use is, <clears throat> which end of the horse are you looking at? Absolutely. And the horse has two ends. You can look at this thing as disaster, mm-hmm. and how am I going to cope? I'm never going to be able to make through this. Mm-hmm. So we, you and I, I, I have no one that I know has any control over this situation at all. No. No. The actual virus itself, yes, or or the the community response, right? Other than uh, putting positivity out, you know, I have no control over our leaders. Mm-hmm. So, however, I do know that the horse has two ends. Mm-hmm. I can either choose to look at the back end of the horse, or I can move around. I move. I change my perception to the front end of the horse. Actually, I was talking to my son who's going to be off for a bit. And uh, so I said, well, what are we going to do? And he says, well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to clean all the windows and we're going to (laughs) declutter the basement and declutter the attic. We're going to go through all of our clothes. We're going to uh, really do a good job on cleaning the house. This as an opportunity. Cleaning the car, yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's not what can't we do. I'd rather talk about what can we do. Mm -hmm. So how many meetings have you been to, Mike, when they've started out by saying, by giving the reasons that they can't do something? Uh, Not not quite as many because I've left those companies. Uh, So, um, but no, no, absolutely. That, that seems to be like, well, that's not the way things are. That's not the way things are done. And, and now it's like, well, nothing is the way that, It should have been done uh, because we have to change things. I'm not interested in hearing how I can't do something. No. I'm interested in hearing how I can. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And again, it's a matter of perspective, which we've discussed before, which is one of the reasons that eyewitness accounts are so unreliable. So we get back again to let's check the facts. And please don't think that we're downplaying any type of concern or anxiety that anyone out there is experiencing. Mm -hmm. Your perception is your reality. No one, one of the most disrespectful things a person can do is to say to someone, oh, I understand how you feel, Mm -hmm. or you shouldn't be thinking that way. Mm -hmm. Okay? I'm hoping that everyone out there 
provides each other with encouragement and support. Absolutely. Okay. And this is a great time to institute the five-minute rule. Before you respond to something, before you react, wait a few minutes. Wait a few minutes and then find out what you know for sure. Who are the people that you love? Who are the people that support you? Now it's time to actually let them know that for sure. So, Mike, if you had a final parting word to our audience on fishing without bait, what would it be? This too will pass. This too shall pass, indeed. That's an old 12-step term. Mm -hmm. And as giving some old 12-step lines, it's that we practice these principles on our fares, and there's one guaranteed thing to make things worse, and that would be to drink or use drugs. Mm-hmm. Guarantee to make things worse. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just exacerbates the problem. So our suggestion is is to keep connection with the people who support you, your like-minded people, trying to avoid criticism of anyone or anything at this time. It's absolutely of no use at all. So, and again, this might be the time for a best prescription we can give. Fruits, nuts, and vegetables. Unplug your television, please, and go fishing. And for a truly mindful experience, we suggest that you fish without bait. Do a kindness for yourself. Do a kindness for another. Forgive yourself and forgive me another. Till all are free, none are free. Namaste. Please check out our website at fishingwithoutbait.com, where you can listen to the show, comment on our discussions, and find out where you can subscribe to our podcast. If you're interested in flying the colors of Fishing Without Bait, click the shop icon on our website. We have clothing, mugs, cell phone cases, and so much more. Show the world that you fish without bait. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.